What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be with you guys once again. Uh, so many games have happened over the weekend. I cannot wait to discuss it with you guys here on this podcast. Uh, get the ball rolling edition. Uh, I don't even know what episode number we're on. We are cruising and I absolutely love it. Let me tell you. We had some really solid games over the weekend that I cannot wait to discuss. We will be releasing our rankings uh, here in uh, right in the mid-roll of the show, followed up with our you know games of the week or locks of the week, the games we like, and uh, we might actually do another one where we talk about teams that we are most impressed with. We're just going to see uh, where this podcast takes us. So for those of you fans of the FCS, you know I love the FCS and everything that it stands for and uh, I'm finally happy that we are getting into conference games games against uh, FCS foes usually uh, you know for those of you who are not uh, in and around FCS programs or know of it don't know that when the FCS plays the FBS usually there's some kind of monetary uh, reward for playing them uh, sometimes it can be millions of dollars sometimes it's thousands of dollars sometimes it's you know free airfare whatever it is uh, they get they get compensated when they go and they play uh, these big teams and so it's hard uh, the first couple of weeks and again I mean we've had a lot of FBS FCS upsets this year it becomes very difficult uh, to determine you know how good a team is until you see them up against uh, foes that they are used to playing against uh, other FCS teams and then you can kind of start to get a clearer picture and so on this podcast and and I think in America uh you know, I, I want to do what we do in America in the justice system. For those of you who don't know, I actually work for an attorney. I'm his business manager. I also help a lot with law. Uh, that is my, my day job. And I have a lot of other side projects going on. But, but I work for an attorney. And he does do criminal law. And when you enter in... You know that you guys have probably all heard the cliches. You know you are you are pro- you are innocent until proven guilty. You know you guys watch cops or have been to court yourself. Uh, that that that's the burden of proof. And in a criminal uh, court, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt uh, that you did in fact commit that crime. If there's a doubt, then the jury is instructed to exonerate the the individual. And so. I kind of want to talk today about some of these teams that I feel like have been exonerated. Uh, that you know, you are proven, you are proven bad until you can prove me good. And I know that seems weird. It kind of seems goofy or ba- or backwards, right? But that's kind of how I want to, I want to, I want to play this. And uh, you are proven. Until you prove to me that you are a good football team, I'm going to just assume that you're not a good football team. Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's biases and stuff from year to year, where I grew up, those kinds of things that will affect my decision making. But I really want to talk about uh, the teams that you had to prove to me that you are a legit 
team. Uh, I know that I have had Sam Houston atop the top uh, of the rankings the last couple of weeks that I've done them, and and they're a phenomenal team. Uh, but this week, and maybe it's more maybe it's more of a tribute to Stephen F. Austin than it is Sam Houston, and it was a rivalry game. But Sam Houston did not look um, like the national champion that that I saw last year, and so we're going to go through a few of them, uh, some of these teams that I feel like have proven that they are good uh, beyond a reasonable doubt and a team that I need to that I need to be watching forward or going forward with it. We'll do a couple of ones that I like, a couple ones that I'm not as fond of. So we're going to start off with South Dakota State. South Dakota State went to Fort Collins, Colorado and upset Colorado State the first uh, I think I said Colorado State, South Dakota State if I, if I messed up. I'm sorry there. Uh, but they went to Colorado State and beat the Rams 42-23 followed up by Linwood uh, a win 52 to 7 beat Indiana State 44 nothing and then my alma mater this last weekend 55 to 7 so they do have an FBS win uh, they have looked absolutely phenomenal through these two wins. However, this team has not been exonerated. They have not been proven uh, that they are a good team beyond a reasonable doubt. This week, they do take on SIU, and depending on the outcome of that game, they will be proven uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, you're going to say, well, Tyler, uh, they beat Dixie State. They beat Indiana State. They beat Linwood. Linwood is a Division two or a Division three school. Um, and Colorado State, they did beat an FBS team, uh, a bad FBS school, but just off of a, a one-off game, I can't, I can't hedge my bet on you. So you played two um, below-average teams, a Division two or three school, and then you've got, uh, you know, Colorado State sitting atop uh, that one. Okay, so then we're going to move on to uh, the next team, which would be. Uh, Missouri State. We're just going to talk about the Bears really quick, just kind of looking through my notes here on, on who we want to talk about. So this team lost by three points against Oklahoma State, went on and uh, at home they beat uh, Central Arkansas, very good team, 37-34, entertaining game, one of the funnest games of the season, beat South Dakota State 31-23. South Dakota State has been pesky, the Coyotes. Uh, they did beat Cal Poly and Northern Arizona, lost by three to Kansas. So you'd say, oh, we'll just go with an average FCS team and then a Illinois State team 41 to 20 beat them down really bad in normal uh, Illinois so I want to say uh, I would say I'm leaning towards uh, them being a really good football team uh, with a loss to Oklahoma State I think that's a good loss a really solid winning in Central Arkansas and then they were able to beat two teams I don't think that we'll see uh, see the big test until they take on North Dakota State North Dakota SIU followed by you and I uh, in that four game stretch if they go three and one I think you could say beyond a reasonable doubt Missouri State is a contender uh, in in the in the FCS. We'll move on to, we're going to stick with one more team. Oh, we'll do two more in, in, in this conference. Uh, North Dakota State. And they beat Albany uh, 28-6. Valparaiso 64-0. Towson 35-7. And they did play a very good North Dakota team on the road. Uh, rivalry game. They beat them 16-10. It was a very defensive battle. And uh, so I would say, yes, beyond a reasonable doubt, this is a good football team. I don't think they are the North Dakota State of, of, of yesteryear, of the last few years, the year with Trey Lance. Uh, but this is a really good football team. I think that they will be beat by a Missouri State 
a South Dakota State or a Northern Iowa. Now you're going to say, well, Tyler, um, why, w- why would you mention South Dakota State here? Well, South Dakota State has to prove them th- themselves. They're on the road uh, late in the year in, in South Dakota. I think that South Dakota wins that game. And then finally, we're going to stick with SIU. I do want to talk about UND, but with the loss against North Dakota State, it's going to be tough to talk about them. Now, Southern Illinois beat SEMO, uh, Southeast Missouri State. Good team. Uh, not an amazing team. Have been consistently in the playoffs getting in. Uh, so a good, not great. We'll, we'll say ab- a little above average. This year they are struggling, though. Uh, they did uh, lose to Kansas State 23-31, but it was a really good game. It was in Manhattan. Uh, they beat Dayton 55-3, Illinois State 35-17, and had to win in overtime against Western Illinois 31-30. to Now, their test, so I want to say not beyond a reasonable doubt, I think this is a team that uh, has won the games they were supposed to win. Now they're going to go through the absolute gauntlet. They take they go on the road at South Dakota State this week, home against North Dakota at UNI, and then home against Missouri State. Now, again, they have four games here. That is a big-time stretch. They go 3-1. and one beat a Missouri State, a Northern Iowa, and a North Dakota, or maybe even snake a win against South Dakota State, then I will say beyond a reasonable doubt, this is a good football team. Because right now, I'm trying to establish my contenders. And uh, it's hard for me to establish the contenders when... You know, I, I have all these conflicting uh, things coming at me. Now you're going to say, well, James Madison. James Madison is a good team. And I will say this team, beyond a reasonable doubt, is a team that needs to be feared. I, they, they are one of the few that I feel like have been able to, uh, where I've been able to say they are good or I'm going to be, you know, penciling wins the rest of the way. They beat Moorhead State, beat Maine. They did go to Ogden, Utah, took on the Weaver State Wildcats. And it beat them... Uh, by a score of 37-24 to 24, and then followed up with a win against a really good New Hampshire team, a team that we've talked a lot about on this podcast, 23-21. to 21. So James Madison has moved on to the beyond a reasonable doubt. Uh, I think this is a team that need, that is formidable. They're in, they are in my, uh, you know, I'm going to be doing a tier ranking here in about two weeks. Once when we hit the halfway point uh, of the season, I, I like to give it uh, just because some teams have buys early, a couple more weeks. Uh, but I believe that they th- this team is a champion contender. Uh, they are a good football team. They need to be definitely not taken lightly. The CAA is a good football team uh, or a good football conference. Uh, they'll be going up against a lot of good football teams. So finally, we'll just stay with one of the other uh, big time schools. And we're going to go with, we'll just take Montana, for example. Uh, they did lose this week to Eastern Washington by a score of 34 to 28. Uh, they had a last-second drive. It was a wonderful game. They beat Cal Poly, beat Western Illinois, and beat Washington. Uh, and so that Washington win is offset with an Eastern Washington loss. Now Eastern Washington does not lose on the Inferno, and so uh, you know there's still a little bit of doubt in my mind as to how good Montana is or if they're championship contenders. And honestly, I don't think that this this year is really going to tell me what they're going to be. They take on my alma mater, Dixie State, this next week. I think they win. I think they beat Sacramento State the week prior or the week uh, the the week after. They take on Idaho. They'll beat down on them. They will beat Southern Utah. They will beat Northern Colorado, and they will beat Nor- NAU. And so I think that they're going to be going into that Montana State game at home, and that is finally so that the jury's going to be out on Montana. This was a big game to win. Now they did beat Washington. Congratulations on beating the Huskies. That was an amazing win. But until I see uh, a big win. 
against an FCS foe, I am going to hold uh, my 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 applause. Right? Uh, we'll take on UC Davis. A lot of team. A lot of uh, you know. People have talked about them. They beat Tulsa, beat San Diego, beat Dixie State, beat Weber State, and beat Idaho. This team, definitely beyond a reasonable doubt, right? They are a good football team. I think we'll be talking about them as, you know, barring injuries and stuff. I mean, I don't want to wish that. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. Uh, but, you know, if they stay healthy, I think this is a very formidable team. Uh, they, kind of like Montana, they hit a stretch here. Idaho State, Northern Colorado, Cal Poly, NAU, where I think they pick up all of those wins. Then they have to play... Uh, uh, Eastern Washington at home, I think that is going to be uh, a major advantage in in their uh, locker room. And Sacramento State, which, again, I, I don't think Sacramento State is as good as what they were two years ago. And then, uh, we'll finally, we'll finish up, probably do a couple more. Uh, EWU, they beat Central Washington Division II team. They beat Western Illinois, Southern, uh, Southern Utah, now Montana. Uh, the And so I think this is a good team. I would say, oh, and they did beat UNLV. This is a team that is good beyond a reasonable doubt, right? They, they've been proven that they are a contender uh, going forward. If, that, if they're not in Tier 1, they're at least in a Tier 2 team. Now, the next two weeks, I don't think they, they, they have anything to prove. They need to win the games that they're supposed to win. They take on Northern Colorado, Idaho, followed by Weber State. They do hit a uh, tough stretch here. Weber State, Montana State, UC Davis. And so like I was saying with UC Davis, uh, they kind of hit a stretch here where they're not playing a ton of super great teams. And uh, UC Davis is the last of the three. So Eastern Washington, I don't think they're going to go undefeated. I think in that stretch, your best bet is to go 2-1 and one and hope that you beat Weber State or Montana State on the Inferno. Uh, and then hopefully you can travel well and take on UC Davis uh, at the in the middle of November. Uh, okay, we'll do one more team uh, from the Big Sky, and that is Montana State. They did lose to Wyoming, but they beat Drake, San Diego, Portland State, and Northern Colorado. I do not think that this team right now is is championship caliber because they have not been proven it. Uh, they will have to take on. They'll beat Cal Poly next week, and then they do play Friday night on the road at Weber State. If they beat Weber State, then I will say, I think beyond a reasonable doubt, I think there's enough wins there. Then they go uh, home against Idaho State. They do have to go to the Inferno. Uh, Weber State will be there the week before. And so uh, EWU really has that, that, that tough stretch of three games. Weber State, Montana State, UC Davis, where they're going to have to prove it. And uh, Montana State is right in the middle, uh, but it is on the road, and, and EWU has not lost at home since Weaver State beat them in 2017. Uh, and then Montana State plays Idaho, followed by Montana. And so they do escape UC Davis this season. Uh, the Big Sky is a really big conference. And so uh, I think they have an opportunity to prove it. But I think that the jury is still out. Now, a team that a lot of people are really propping up this year and a team that, you know, quite frankly, I haven't talked a lot about uh, is ETSU. And... Uh, this is a team that this last week I, I am now sold on them. I am ready to start talking about them as a team that will make the playoffs uh, and maybe quite possibly a playoff win depending on who they go up against. They did beat Vanderbilt at the beginning of the year, played Virginia Wise, which I think is a D2 team, uh, followed by Delaware State, which is uh, you know an alright MEAC team. And then uh, they beat Samford and then followed by Wofford. Now Samford was an overtime 
But Samford is one of those teams that every single week they're going to give you a very, very competitive game. It is very difficult to beat Samford, so kudos to them. Uh, but Wofford, uh, they had not beat Wofford since I believe they said 1998. To put that into perspective, I was just a mere one year old. Uh, they have not beat them since then, I believe is what the announcers were saying. It was an entertaining game. Wofford plays a very unique style of football. And so this team, that, that win kind of solidified it. Now they do play the Citadel again, kind of like Samford, a really pesky team, a team that uh, is going to be a very difficult win. But I think that uh, them playing at home, they get the win. They will play Nuga, Furman, VMI, Western Carolina, followed by Mercer. And then finally, we'll finish off with one more team. Uh, maybe jump over uh, to the to the Southland or the WAC before we get out of here. But Mercer, Mercer has proven to me uh, that they are a good team beyond a reasonable doubt this year. Nobody is talking about Mercer. I might be one of the few out there that think that Mercer has a real shot, a legitimate shot to get into the playoffs. Now, a lot of people were talking about the key debts. VMI, who had the wonderful spring season, they did uh, lose... Uh, this past weekend to the Citadel, kind of like what I was saying, uh, kind of a pesky team there. Uh, but uh, Mercer was able to, to beat Samford. They beat him in regular time. ETSU needed overtime to beat him. They beat down on the Paladins of Furman. And so uh, they go Western Carolina, VMI, Wofford, the Citadel, Nougat, followed by ETSU. So I they did play... Uh, the SOCON is, is, very, is, a, is a very, uh, I think evenly matched conference and so over the next couple weeks I think we're going to see Mercer uh, emerge as a contender I think if they can beat VMI followed by Wofford which is two wins um, at home then I think will be very big I don't think this team goes undefeated I think there is a loss in there and by I mean undefeated they did play Alabama and uh, obviously I'm not going to count anything against them uh, but this is a team that is going to be very good. They're on the rise. I'm excited that we're able to talk about them. I mean, you just look at at, at everything that, that has happened uh, for this team. They are, I'm telling you, this is a good team. Uh, Fred Davis is an absolute uh, beast. I cannot wait to see, uh, you know, where where this team ends up uh, going forward. I think they pick up the win against Western Carolina this next week. Finally, uh, because they are the national champions, we will jump over to the WAC and talk a little bit about Sam Houston. Uh, I think Sam Houston is a team that is good. Uh, and uh, this last week it was a little shaky, uh, but they were able to win. And you've got to be, you've got to play the teams that you you play right, and uh, you've got to win. They beat Central Arkansas convincingly. Uh, however, the Stephen F. Austin game, maybe it was just a one-off game. It was just a close game. Uh, I think in two weeks' time, if they beat down on Jacksonville State, I think that uh, they'll prove that they are that you know they're legitimate here. Uh, but they do take on Lamar. Uh, they do play Tarleton and Dixie. State. Both are making the transition to Division One, followed by EKU and Abilene Christian. So I don't think that Sam Houston has much, uh, uh, many tough games left. If they can beat Jacksonville State at home convincingly, I would put them in the top tier of contenders for the FCS. Uh, but right now, uh, you know, like I said, I'm trying to create a tier system. The tier system is the 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 way of the future, and uh, and so I'm just kind of taking you guys through my. Uh, my process on on when I'm going to get the the the, the tiers ready. 
And then finally, a team, uh, there's two teams that I really like uh, that I cannot wait to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, the Incarnate Word, UIW, this is a really good football team. Uh, they will be able to prove it in two weeks' time against Nichols, and uh, a really good team. I do like them. Followed by Southeast Louisiana, they do take on Nichols this week. And so, uh, two teams that are, are going to be fun coming out of the Southland teams to watch as we are making it. And so, when I do, so I do rank. Rankings and rankings are fun because I think rankings make sense to most people. They're like, oh, you're saying, you know, team A is better than team B and team B is better than team C and so on and so forth. Uh, and, and I do and I do like doing rankings, but my favorite thing to do is tiers. This will be a new segment. I, I do it a lot in my notebook at, at, at home. I've, I've always kind of done a tier system. You know, you write down championship contenders. Uh, you got, you know, maybe two, maybe three in that in that category. You write down, you know, the chase pack, uh, the playoff W, um, uh, the, the playoff, you know, that, that I think you're going to get into the playoffs, the, you know, need, need uh, a bounce to go your way teams, and then uh, the far outs, which, you know, they're going to need a miracle to get in uh, as, as we're talking about them. So I do like doing those tiers. I think it is more indicative of where I think those teams are at in the time frame. But then also I, I wanted to take you guys through, and, and maybe it was a little long as I, and as I kind of explained the process, but that's how it is. Um, I, I, I truly believe that you need to uh, prove to me beyond a reasonable doubt that you are a good football team. And you've got to have key wins in, in that category, followed up by uh, winning the games you're supposed to win. And uh, teams like Mercer, who take on Alabama, I'm not going to hold it against them. Uh, and then EWU, or EWU, uh, yeah, they, they get a win against Montana uh, at home. That was at home. It is not as big as if they did win in uh, Montana. But ETSU beating Vandy. Vandy's not a good FBS team, but it is an impressive victory. So you're going to get a little props on that. And so I will kind of, that's kind of how I'm, I'm taking you through that. And we will uh, pick a couple of teams throughout the season uh, as we're, we're kind of going to do this. You've got to prove it beyond uh, reasonable doubt that, you, that you're that you good. Now, if you drop, uh, you can drop out of tiers and stuff like that. And you can drop. So, you know, next week. Uh, if Southeast Louisiana absolutely stinks it up against Nichols, then then then, then I'm going to be like, okay, I probably misread that. Uh, maybe it's just a one-off game. You do have those games like Sam Houston. Uh, they almost lost to Stephen F. Austin. They needed, you know, Stephen F. Austin needed a field goal to win it. Uh, they didn't, but good teams find a way to win uh, despite extenuating circumstances. So that's kind of where I see it. And uh, I, I, it, it makes it really, it, it makes a lot of sense in my mind. And so I hope you guys can can appreciate, uh, you know, the tier system as we get forward, as we go forward. And like I said, we'll be kind of doing this uh, throughout the, the year as, you know, we get these big teams uh, playing against each other. Uh, like a South Dakota State and SIU, both teams need to prove to me that they are legitimate uh, national championship contenders. I think every year there's about three maybe four, five is stretching it of teams that I legitimately think that can win the national championship. Uh, and then everyone else, you know, you're kind of fighting for a playoff win uh, to get to the quarterfinals, to, to host a semifinal game. That's kind of what you're, you're fighting for. Maybe not quite the semifinals, but quarterfinals. You're, you're fighting for that. That's your moral victory. Uh, winning, you know, the, 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 
colonial conference or, or uh, the you know the CAA or, or the the SOCON the Southland whatever it may be that might be uh, your goal but I think in every given year three or four five is stretching it of teams that I think can win it and you'll see as we go throughout these tiers so now uh, we will be transitioning over to uh, our rankings this week. Uh, a lot of fun games this week. I have a, a lot of movement uh, towards the top, uh, mid roll, the bottom. Um, we got a few newcomers that I'm excited to talk about, and so let's get into it. Coming in. At Number 25, I do have Holy Cross. They did lose this last week. When I finally moved them up, I didn't have them ranked two weeks ago. Moved them to 18. They did lose to Harvard. Now, also, I, I need to preface this. I, this is my rankings for teams that, that will go to the playoffs. Uh, you know, the SWAC and the MEAC do have a bowl game that, you know, the winners play in the bowl game. They still can get in. Uh, there are teams that can still get in, but uh, they have kind of a weird thing. And the Ivy League, uh, the outright winner, everyone plays everyone, and whoever has the best record wins the Ivy League. And so I don't have Harvard or Princeton or Dartmouth ranked with within my top 25, or a Prairie View A&M and Alabama A&M, um, just because of, of that reason, because I'm kind of setting it up for the playoffs. So uh, there is that. But Holy Cross did lose to uh, Harvard last week, so I had to drop them down. Harvard is a wonderful football team, and uh, you know if they were able to make the playoffs, I think I would definitely have them up here because I think they are better than some of these teams on my list. But uh, you know Holy Cross this this uh, jumps from 18 to 25. Coming in at 24, Rhode Island still undefeated, uh, but this week is their proven game. They are taking on the Fighting Hens of Delaware. We'll be talking about that later. Coming in at 23, UT Martin. Uh... And I really like them. Again, another big week, uh, another big game this week. Coming in at 22, we do have Mercer, a team that I don't feel like anyone is giving enough credit. And uh, I am excited to talk about them and see them slowly but surely crawl up this list. Coming in at 21, I do have Murray State. At uh, 20, we do have Kennesaw State. And uh, they are, you know, quiet this year. Not as many people talking about them. Uh, so I have them at 20. Coming in at 19, I do have UNI. Uh, they're another one of these teams in the Missouri Valley where you're going to have to pick up wins against teams that are that are good. SIU, UND, South Dakota State, NDSU. These teams are really good football teams. UNI, I just feel like, is kind of sitting on the outside. Uh, that's why I have them coming in at 19. Coming in at 18, I have Southeast Louisiana. Uh, again, big time, big time game this week. Excited to watch them. Uh, coming in at 17, I have UIW. 16, Central Arkansas. Neither one of those teams play this week so uh, they'll probably be staying pat or moving down depending on uh, you know just outside the top 25 coming in at 15 we do have Nova they have an opportunity to make a big time jump if they can beat the Dukes of James Madison this week 14 I have Weaver State no movement from from them despite the win against Cal Poly uh, number 13 I have UND. Uh, they did lose to their rival, NDSU. It was at home, 16-10. to 10. It was a slugfest. I think that the Fighting Hawks will bounce back, and I don't think that uh, uh, they're very far away from NDSU. Uh, so that just shows you how tight the rankings are uh, from North Dakota all the way up to North Dakota State, where I have them ranked. Coming in at 
12, I do have Delaware. I did like Delaware uh, at the beginning of the season. I believe I even said that I feel like this team can upset James Madison. I got to see it this next week. Uh, I did move them down one spot uh, just due to uh, a few of the wins of other teams. But uh, this week, I think they can kind of solidify themselves because I do have uh, Rhode Island coming in at number 24. Number 11, I have ETSU. I don't want to be super hyperbolic over a couple of close wins, uh, but they have beat Vandy, and uh, I was able to watch them. This is a really well-coached football team. Uh, they will be taking on the Citadel. It is a very pesky team. Uh, ETSU still has to make their run through the SoCon. Coming in at 10, I do have UC Davis. 9, Montana. I know that I still have Montana in the top 10. And I know that I had EWU a little bit lower last week, uh, but I just I, I had to EWU had to prove it. Now they proved it, and so I have them above them. Uh, Montana still has to prove it. Uh, despite the winning is Washington, they need to pick up a couple of big wins against uh, you know FCS teams, and uh, we'll see how they how they play out. I think that nine might be a little low. I think this is a really good football team. Uh, just and we're going to have some movement throughout the weeks. I think we'll see them higher uh, as the season progresses. Coming in at number eight, I do. Have have Missouri State. I like the Bears. Uh, I think that they need to be tested, and they will be tested in a couple more weeks uh, against you know the brutal schedule of the Missouri Valley. Really excited for them. Coming in at number seven, I do have the Salukis of Southern Illinois. Number six, Montana State. Number five, Sam Houston. Now you're going to say Sam Houston was one last week. I know it was a rivalry game, but I just think that uh, my eyes are telling me otherwise. I've watched all of the other four teams above them, and uh, I think these four teams could be potentially better at this week. Uh, you know, it's more of a power ranking system that I use. Uh, you know, if you, you you can really win a game but really lose and lose a game and, and really win, uh, i.e., you know, Holy Cross. They lost the game, and uh, I'm not going to punish them because Harvard's a really good football team. They, they, you know, had the guts to go and play Harvard. They're coming in at 25. Uh, Sam Houston, it was a rivalry game. You didn't schedule it. You had to play them. Uh, but it was 21 to 20. And, and uh, I would feel a little nervous. Uh, and maybe it's just a one-off game, but we'll see as they prove it throughout the year. Coming in at four, I have NDSU. Number three, I have EWU. They are uh, a really good football team, but they face the gauntlet of the Big Sky coming up, and we won't see them take on a, a really, I think, a big-time contender for a couple more weeks like we talked about previously, but I think they are good enough to be put number three. We'll see how it all kind of shakes out. Coming in at number two, I do have James Madison. I do think that James Madison is one of the, the best teams in college football. It is amazing how year in and year out they can consistently be there. Uh, I have them at number two. We'll see what happens this week with the number one team and what happens. I mean, they, they are taking on the 15th ranked Villanova Wildcats. And they can win that game, uh, or or you know win convincingly. Maybe they do make it up into the, the first place spot. Coming in at number one, I do have South Dakota State. Uh, again, this week they do take on the Salukis of Southern Illinois. Uh, they are at home, which is a is a big time help, but uh, definitely a game that I will be tuning in to. So the games uh, we have, uh, you know, talked a lot of a lot of games, and so I'm not going to bore you too much. You guys can look it up as well of t of games that that I'm really excited about. 
but uh, there are a few this week that that are worth mentioning. Uh, just real quick, we do have Monmouth taking on Princeton. We'll see if Monmouth can bounce back. Uh, they did lose to Holy Cross a couple weeks ago. Princeton is a phenomenal Ivy League team, a game that we'll definitely be tuning into. Like I said, Rhode Island, Delaware. Delaware has to go on the road. Uh, to Rhodey, and I think that uh, Rhode Island a couple years ago were, was very, very good. They uh, struggled to, what was it, two years ago? So three years ago they were good. Uh, they struggled a couple years ago. Last year, uh, I don't even think they played in the spring, if I remember correctly, uh, but it will be a wet game out there. going to be warm uh, in Rhode Island. I'm excited to watch that game. It will be on at 11 o'clock. Another game we will be tuning into. Thank uh, you know, the, the good Lord above that we have uh, the technology to watch multiple games at a time, but Nichols and Southeast Louisiana. Nichols has been consistently in my top 25 over the past uh, couple of years, but Southeast Louisiana, I think, is a really good team. I think that they go to Nichols and they upset them, and uh, they are going to be moving up pretty quick in the rankings. Uh, another team that I don't feel like enough teams are, or enough people are talking about, but hey, I want to talk about the Lions on my podcast. Another game, obviously, James Madison against Villanova. It is at home. Uh, this is more of a game for Villanova than it is for James Madison. If they can go to James Madison, go to Virginia and really prove that they are legit. Uh, then I will keep them in the top 15. Uh, but if they kind of stumble or James Madison really beats them down, uh, I don't know where I will put them just because we have an undefeated roadie team, a really good Delaware team, uh, Followed up by a, a very good New Hampshire team as well. Uh, and then I still am, am, am fond of the Great Danes. So uh, they might tumble down my list of the rankings in the CAA. But a, team, a game that we'll be tuning into. North Dakota State does play Northern Iowa. That is always a fun game. Uh, a run the ball slugfest. Cannot wait to watch uh, that game as well. Murray State will be taking on UT Martin. In my opinion, this is for the uh, Ohio Valley crown. Uh, the Racers do have to go to Martin. I do like the Racers in this game. I'm a huge fan of both teams. Uh, I love UT Martin. I love Murray State. I love the coaches out there. I love what they're building. We've had them. Uh, these are two fan favorites. We've had them on before. Uh, and so it's hard. It's going to be hard to cheer for one over the other. But a game, nonetheless, that I'm excited to watch uh, coming at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, uh, we do have South Dakota State and Southern Illinois. This is our top 10 matchup, uh, a 1 versus a 7. The only one that is that is playing a top 10 matchup, uh, we do have a top 15 matchup that we've just previously discussed with JMU and Nova. Uh, but this is a top 10 matchup. SIU did lose twice last year to them. We'll see if the Salukis can get over the hump and uh, beat the Jackrabbits. I don't think it will happen. I'm hedging my bet on the Jackrabbits to win outright. Uh... Another one, finally, just to wrap up, uh, that I am I am most fond of is the Mercer-Western Carolina game. Uh, I think that Mercer goes to Western Carolina. They get the win. Mercer is riding high into that uh, VMI game. And I cannot wait to watch it. Uh, Mercer does have a little bit later of a buy. It's not for uh, four weeks here. And so uh, they really got to be uh, very disciplined uh, on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. I think they'll beat Western Carolina. And then they do have a pretty tough stretch followed by, you know, VMI, Wofford, and the Citadel. And then they finally get their buy. So uh, this is kind of the calm before the storm. I think they beat down by Western Carolina. I think they beat them by at least a touchdown. And, uh, and, uh, Go Mercer. Go Mercer Bears. Finally, of course, we always have a segment uh, at the end of it. 
this wonderful podcast, and that is for my Dixie State Trail Blazers. Uh, they were off a couple weeks ago, so I wasn't really able to talk about them. Uh, this last week, they did take on the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. Uh, they did allow 55 points, but at the very end, they were able to score 7 points. Uh, I love that they were able to get a touchdown. I know that it did come in the waning moments of the game, uh, last few seconds of the game, but nonetheless, they were able to score against my number one ranked uh, team in the nation. It is amazing uh, what Dixie State, you know, the teams that they're playing against, Sacramento State, Weaver State, UC Davis, South Dakota State. This is a schedule like no other. Uh, they do take on the Grizzlies this week against uh, up in Montana, which uh, I think I, I would assume, uh, you know, kind of what uh, South Dakota State did to Montana or did to Dixie State. Montana, however, their quarterback did go out at the very end with a injury. Looked like it was an ankle injury. I have not heard uh, his status or his availability. I, I can't imagine Montana really playing too many starters through you know the entire game, maybe the first half, and then resting them. Uh, but I do think that uh, Dixie State, I, I, I'm hoping, I will predict that we get two touchdowns against Montana, and uh, I'm excited to see them back in action in two weeks' time against Tarleton State. We will be there in St. George in Greater Zion Stadium. Cannot wait for that. So this is our last uh, kind of road stand. We've had uh, three games on the road and then I cannot wait to be back uh, in the stands there. And then we'll be playing the, the, the Jacks of Stephen F. Austin the week after. So a lot of good things for Dixie State. I know that I have a lot of followers that, that uh, love Dixie State. Uh, again, it, it, we're, we're, we're building this year. Uh, we're getting ready to uh, you know, to, to really be a D1 school. Last year was kind of a wonky year with just four games. Uh, but this year, you know what? This is an absolute barn burner of a schedule and uh, it doesn't get easier. Uh, you know, Year after year, it does not get easier. They are willing to play this tough team. And and shout out to the WAC, uh, another another conference that I don't feel like we, you know, is discussed a lot. I know that they finally, uh, a couple people are finally doing the WAC, uh, you know, podcast and stuff, but we do have Sam Houston, Stephen F. Austin, Dixie State, Tarleton State, SUU. Uh, I believe Lamar is in our conference, if I remember correctly. Uh, we still have a few teams that are transitioning. I would love, uh, I know that they are a FBS team, but I would love to see New Mexico State eventually join us. Uh, I would love to see Grand Canyon get a football team. I don't think that that will happen because they do have a track and baseball team. And uh, So I don't know if that would ever happen, but I'd love to see it if Grand Canyon could get a team as well. I think the WAC is uh, an up-and-coming conference and a conference that will be definitely uh, an Abilene Christian, I believe, is in the WAC as well. But a, but a conference that we'll be keeping our eyes on uh, on this podcast just because of our ties to Dixie State. Anyway, this has been another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. I'm glad that you guys are continually uh, supporting it. So in two weeks' time, we will be having our tiers released after a couple more games and then uh, we will continue to produce these rankings. Let me know what you think. Uh, be sure to uh, like and comment, subscribe. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Let me know that you're listening and then uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Let me know what you're feeling. Anyway, this has been another edition. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there and let's keep this ball rolling.